Okay, welcome back for the folks listening. So this you're is... here with myself, Olu, Shual, Daniel, and Pabilo. So on this episode, we're going to be covering financial freedom. This is a dear topic to Pabilo. Yeah. <laughs> Let's yeah. just call the person out. Uh, everything with your chest. Say everything with your chest. Uh, so we're going to go on that topic. Um, and then, we'll... then I'm going to move on to a book recommendation, which will be led by me. Um, so stay tuned and let's get started. You sure? Are you always, are you always leave on good out. terms? Nine, nine times out of a hundred. I think there's a couple that will cuss you down still. Nah, nah. I'm sure about that. I'm sure about that. you got skeletons in that closet. No, nah, no skeletons. If this is recording, I've got no skeletons. I'm a clean, upstanding <laughs> member of society. Don't try trying to catch me like that, Olu. I saw that. I saw it. Oh? Uh? I know you're recording, so you're trying to catch me. I'm not recording. No, I'm joking. I'm playing. I'm playing. Okay. So. Is anyone hot? Is anyone hot? No, it's just you, big man. It's because it's, it's, it's Olu. It's because he just. Olu is hot still. You nice. It's just Olu, because... you look like you're in Nigeria. <laughs> <laughs> You guys are sending you for could, my connection. You've that shiny forehead like you've been in the hum- humidity and the AC ain't on. Coming from the guy that's just shaved his forehead. Yeah, you can't be telling me that I'm hot. Just add a quick <laughs> comment. Pabila's got his head shaved and he's looking like a young Denzel. So he's Come on. Come on. By the way, we've made it to episode 10. Yeah, it's minor, it's minor, it's minor. <laughs> All praise to the most high. Um, them, man, them, man the Mad- them man in the Madden podcast, they are 100, 102, 103. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but 10, this is, this is solid stretch. Solid yeah, stretch. Yeah, I said, that, that I said, I said, I said we'll test it at 10. At 10, we'll decide if we're going to continue or not. That was four. That was four. <laughs> four was on we. Four, and it was close. Close, we made it. Like, there was times was I thought we weren't going to make it. To, I didn't think we were going to make it past episode four. Okay, so let's get started. Daniel, let's kick it off. Financial freedom. No, no, big man. I know this is a big thing to you. <laughs> Say <laughs> everything you've on, always Come on. It means, I, I know. You've been talking about this and you, you come on. We should let you have this whole episode. Have it. <laughs> no, no, I could, let me learn from you. Yeah, let me learn from you. I'm trying to be like you. Let me look. I'm trying to be like you. Listen, listen. Come on, man. Let me learn from you. Let me learn from you. Drop those pearls of wisdom. Oh, we're all, on, we're all on our journey there. So, uh, Daniel, kick it off. Does it even does it even matter to you? That's the question. <laughs> no, seriously, I'm just so serious. I see financial freedom as uh, what how I perceive it is. It's not that not retirement what a lot of people think, but it's more of not allowing a day job or having to rely on a day job to live your life. You have the flexibility. You have enough money in the bank to live a life and have a lifestyle that you want without not having to worry about a necessarily a day job but you have a number of streams or different revenues of income revenue streams of income to help sustain uh your lifestyle mm. and essentially you have more coming in than you have going out exactly so I... that could that could be fifty thousand pounds someone could be financially free with fifty thousand mm. pounds yeah you see the funny thing when you i i connected less to the aspect and it's a mindset yeah i agree because i feel like we've been and I could just talk about myself, but we've been brought up in a way to think of the old-fashioned, work a nice job, get a good pension, retire at the age of 60, 70, after working for the man for the last 30, 40 years, try and go on one or two holidays a year, 
Yeah. Make sure you pay that one mortgage off, retire and have a nice slow life in retirement. But when I think of financial freedom, it's really saying, you know what? You need to scrap that way of thinking and change your mindset to a way that you actually live and enjoy life. So how can you do that? So for every single person, it's different. Someone might be able to enjoy life with 10,000 if that covers their, or 5,000 a year, if that covers their outgoing. But it's not having to be dictated by another person or yep. another um, company and being able to just live your life the way you see fit and what makes you happy without any restraints. Mm. Yeah, so. I, I, I echo your point there with regards to, um, it's, it's actually nothing to do, although it's financial, it's called financial freedom. On one hand, it has nothing to do with money, but it's more a principle, a way of living and a, and a mindset. Um, and just from, a, from my own experience, it's something which has come up uh, more and more, it's become more and more apparent to me as at the end of sort of last year, it was a pretty tough year at work. And I just started to look at it and see, okay, if I continue along this path, what does it look like over the next 15, 20 years, right? Did your workplace was... give you like a final warning or something? The way you made that sound like it came apparent last year, <laughs> was it your no, performance no, review? No, the reason why I say it is because everybody knew what finan- everybody knows what financial freedom mm. is, but I think there comes a point in time where you actually really start to pay attention to it and perhaps work on it. So um, it's, it's, I think there's a difference between also being interested in it and also being committed towards it. Mm. So, um, but yeah, to your point. So I just think for me, for me, looking at it now is I, I kind of challenge things and say, what would, what would life look like if we didn't start in our corporate roles and we had the freedom to create, solve problems, build, and what, what would that look like? So having the freedom to, to design your agenda um, and go from there. So that, that's something that which, which sticks with me and I'm working towards. Yeah, I think just to just to add on a couple, probably one point is the the biggest thing financial freedom means to me is is time basically because money is a resource that mm. hopefully is unlimited and as long as we apply ourselves we're able to get as much as we want whenever we need it. But time, once that time goes, you really can't claim that time back. So that mm. can be time with family, time with friends, even time on your own. And I think if you ultimately get to a state of financial freedom, where as Oli was saying, you're not working for the man or you're in a position where you're not reliant on anyone else for your income, then ultimately you have that time to do whatever you want. And that is really priceless. So, Now, time is a key thing, man. We're not getting younger. So we covered that first question, what financial freedom means to us. Now, I think we've touched upon the point why. So why why is it individually important to achieve it? So, P, I think you mentioned last year you're going through something at work which gave you that clarity. But why is it now important for you to achieve it? Because I think looking, being a long-term thinker and just saying, I know I'm probably going, if I stay, if I continue along the path that I'm working in now and mm. keep building your, your career path and you keep climbing the ladder, and I've seen people around the ages of 37, 40, 42, and I have to ask myself, do I want to be in that position when I'm there? Mm. And so it's it's basically engineering my moves now to kind of, perhaps avoid the pains that I was that I see people in those positions it's just my personal opinion so mm. it's kind of doing what I can do now to, to to free up time because I think that it's become I think financial freedom is also something which becomes more important as you get older because as yeah. you mentioned guys about time so when you start to build a family I think you're going to certainly want to have more flexibility more choices a lot more freedom around that point in time mm. and so and what I've seen is I've seen a lot of people sort of get to that age and realize this is something they would like to have. 
Mm. And perhaps then it becomes a little bit too late to start working on because they've now got responsibilities that they need to uphold. So it's it's working ahead of it's working knowing that it's something you're going to have to face at a later stage. How about you guys, Oli? What's what's your view? Why is it important to you? Um, for me, it was a realization um, similar to P, but mine wasn't based on a final warning. It was more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, mine was less of a final warning. But um, so a few years ago, the guys on the podcast know um, I used to be an auditor. And it was crazy hours away from family and friends. And then I started asking myself, what am I doing it for? Mm-hmm. Like, what is the end goal in this whole thing? Like, and I started, similar to P, I started seeing people around who went the corporate route. And there was an element of them that looked like they were empty. Mm-hmm. Um, they didn't feel like they were completely fulfilled. Some people were just coming in clocking in doing their work leaving you didn't see the true joy in the whole process so when i started thinking you know what i can't see myself doing this for a long period of time so how do i start to create and we're going to get into it i guess in this podcast but how do i start to create situations and things around me which will allow me to be financially free or if i am going to work a significant amount of time something i'm extremely passionate about yeah. that it doesn't really feel like work so yeah and i also i also want to be clear as well is that um by no way shape or means are we knocking corporations and because i think there's a lot of value to extract mm. and you can leverage that opportunity but i also i also am a strong believer that it's a short-term solution to a long-term problem um especially if you don't necessarily go for a company which is aligned with your purpose and your goals which you usually find out later on in your life mm. and so i actually i believe that this this sense of freedom once, once it's achieved, you will then realize what it is that you should be doing or you, you're actually then, uh, um, your purpose is, to Olu's point. So, and that's what fascinates me. It's this, it's this pursuit of a particular space whereby once I'm in it, I believe, then I'll be able to realize, oh, this is actually what I'm driven to do. This is what I should be uh, doing. Whereas up until that point, it's kind of just um, working and providing. Yeah, I think for me, what what makes it really important is I think it also stems from growing up. So my my dad came from a very small village in Bangladesh, and he comes from a village where they hardly had anything. And he he was given the lucky opportunity to come to the UK and work and support for his family. But I've seen firsthand him working very, very hard with his own businesses um, and businesses which actually provided for us while growing up. But now he's in a position where um, financially he probably didn't take all the best decisions for a family. Um, and now I'm basically the main income in the household. Now, I'm happy to support my parents now, and, and I've been very fortunate to be in a position where I can do that for my family. But I want to be in a position where in the future, in 20, 30 years' time, I can give a lot to my kids mm. without having to worry about looking after them in 40 years' time. I want to have the freedom to do what I want and also give them the tools to make the most out of, out of their life. And I think based on the last six, seven years that we've been given collectively, we can have a greater impact in the future if we work on all of these things now. So that's that's why it's important to me anyway. Yeah. It just I, because picking up on Olu's joke, which is not really a joke actually. <laughs> so in my in my um in my six in my what seven years of working now, I've been a part of two restructurings. Mm-hmm. Um and then you end up with these situations you find new roles or or if you want to leave you could take the take the the letter and go. Mm-hmm. And this this what this does it just basically reminds you that you're not in control. Mm-hmm. So moving to this space of of having that freedom 
um, gives you the control to be able to spend time with who you want to spend time with um, and, and solve problems however you want to solve problems. So it's also a control a control piece. Again, not knocking what you can get out of it, mm. but there are there you will be you realize um, very quickly that you're not in control. And mm. that's it's so good you mentioned that. That's like that is so true. That is because there's a, a element of it where people feel like there's loyalty to a company. Yeah. Mm. Oh, look, I feel like you got an experience you want to share. Go on. No, yeah. no, no, no. I don't have an experience I have to share, but you know, after I finished um, my order as an order manager, I came back to London and I was looking for jobs. And because of the climate of London, it was tough to get a job in my company. Mm. Um, but then you start to look around and you say, you know what? There's an element of you that's still just a number on a page. Mm. aspect of it so look the business and the company is always going to have their best interest at art you always have to always have to consider and think about your best interest so understand that you working there getting a salary is a trading of your time and your skills mm. but don't just go through the motions whilst you're in that corporation learn something develop yourself because one you're helping the company by developing but also you're helping yourself because you're making yourself valuable if there's a restructuring or there's a reason for you to move on you've gained something from that experience that you can leverage and use in a different way. So, yo, that that's one area that so many people just solely focus on a company. And I'm not mm. knocking companies. Like, I'm grateful for my experience and all yeah. that my company's provided me. I wouldn't be 100%. where I am if it wasn't for the skills and what they provided me. But I've always, in the back of my mind, always said, look, always think about yourself and mm. make sure you gain the skills so that you're attractive outside of it. The other, the other thing I just want to add to that is I always I think about what would what would a working life be if he was financially free? So so in many cases, people think, OK, financially free. I don't have to work a nine to five. Mm. But actually, and I don't believe it means not working. I think it means finding more meaningful work. Mm-hmm. You probably end up working harder. But imagine picture yourself in a position where you don't have to go to work on a Monday, but you go and you're going you're going to work as per usual. The shackles are off. You're going to speak up more. You're going to be you won't necessarily sort of be conditioned to particular behavior yeah. because you're no longer there for that check or that, mm. that salary. Mm. And so I actually think you would, even if you decided to stay in in a particular corporation, you're even more powerful as an associate because you know, you don't, you're not bound to a particular way of working because I don't, you don't have to be here, but you want to yeah. be. Yeah. So it's, it goes back to that choice. That's choice is the key word, man. Choice, choice. We need a, like, <laughs> we need an Instagram post from you, P just saying choice. Choice, <laughs> choice, 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 choice. choice. <laughs> Now, so, um, so what are you guys actually? Because I think everyone's passionate about financial freedom. What are you guys actually doing currently to get closer to it to be financially free? Yeah, Daniel, what's your view on the topic? Because you've been quite quiet this episode so far. Oh no, my 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 view uh, echoes a lot of what you said. Yeah, it seems and like my, it seems my... like he's shackled down. No, no, no. My, <laughs> no, mine, mine stems from growing up and seeing my dad and essentially him being around the family all the time, even when I was in the, mm-hmm. like primary school, picking me up from school, mm-hmm. but yet working. Um, yeah. And that, you know, always throughout my life, even till now, and having the flexibility to travel as and when he wants. But, uh, you know, besides, you know, of course, any engage, um, working commitments or engagements he has. Mm-hmm. So I've always looked up to him in terms of, you know, how can I be like this? So I'm not necessarily in the longer term relying on a, day-to-day job mm. but my my role the highlight or the focus really really kind of uh, was magnified when I got married mm. and I thought okay I'm a married man now 
yeah, I want to provide for the family. But also, given my working hours, they're quite long. Plus my commute, I'm spending more time probably outside of my house than I do in my house. Mm -hmm. So when it is time to start a family, when we start a family, do I really see this as conducive to a longer term thing? Mm -hmm. So that really sparked and, you know, I asked the question to myself, what can I do in order to maybe generate other uh, income streams, do other things that can help, and then a longer term, allow me to be part of my family and my children's upbringing. Not only because of the way I was brought up, but I see a father has a very important role to play in, you know, in a family's life, children being around your spouse, etc. Uh, and that's where it's really important for me. And it was really, really heightened when I got married, you know, when you're single, it's not so much because it's not necessarily, it's not, it's not necessarily reality. What are you trying to say? No, no, I'm not trying to say anything, but I'm saying, no, but you know, it, it wasn't so much uh, at the forefront of your mind. It's probably at the back, but when you get married, you're thinking, no, nah, this is actually real now. I need to start thinking and get the wheels in motion as to what I want to do. So imagine, when you, I can imagine see, when you start having kids. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Because, you know, do you really, do you really want to be in the office all hours of the day and then thinking right i'm coming home and my my children are already in bed mm-hmm. and i've already left the house before they get up and the only time i see them is if i'm doing night feed yo i used to there was one guy that when i was an intern he lived in i think it was manchester and we were working in london he used to drive home he was like he doesn't see his kids in the week because by no. the time he leaves so early to get to london that's tough and man. by the time he gets home they're already in bed so he just gets home just in time to just give them a kiss. And I was just like, that is not life, man. Yeah, what's the point? What's the point That's... of that job? But but, no, but at the same time, you got to also, I respect someone like that because he's mm. obviously doing it because he needs to. But mm. at the same time, try and avoid yourself, try and avoid putting yourself in a situation you need to do something yeah. to for, for that outcome. So, you know, if we think ahead, maybe that can help alleviate or, mm. you know, but, to tell you from having to do such things but just on that point do you guys think because I mean to a certain extent that person that we're talking about now is putting committing a lot to get paid to do his job to support for his family but do you think that if he was to take a step back that there's no other options to be closer to his family see his family and then still provide the same there probably are options but that yeah. could also be his strategy he might be doing it for X period of time I don't know yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. The issue, the issue there, and this is this is the scary part about about this topic is that we've normalized a lot of things which don't make any sense and they're insane. Mm. And I think that's one example. And and I don't want to use this podcast to go through a number of examples because we've all got many from work, Mm. right? Um, There was there was recently a guy who had his whole holiday booked up, and then they was told kind of last minute, nah, we've got a. a, <laughs> we have we have a leadership meeting around that time. You're gonna have to cancel it. And this is I'm talking. This is this guy, big dude. <laughs> like, you know I'm what this reminds me of? Do you guys remember the Dame Dash's um, interview where he's like, "You you you ain't a boss. You ain't a you ain't a man. You gonna call another man a boss? Your kids can't look at you. Your kids can't look at you. You got a there son. Was, you have to." So I think. So the thing is, this is these these are the things that I'm talking about in terms of you wanna. A lot of these, like, this is, and this is why it, it, it hits me because, or this is the great thing also, I think, about where we work is that we're able to collect data. So we're looking at different examples and different people and we're saying, you can say to yourself, do I want to be in that position or not? Yes or no? Yes or no? And I've seen many cases where I say, no, I want to have more control because I don't want to be, I don't want to get to that age and then say, oh, well, I'm here because I'm justified because of my salary. You don't, you're going home late. You're going home at 11 o'clock. 
The kids, the kids, the kids are gone to bed, and then you got to wake up at five, and you don't even see a kid. It doesn't work. Your, your son's it's calling you Pabilo and not father. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, so, so I think I think I, I would say at this stage, um, at our age, it's you you want to work in towards that position to avoid a lot of pains um, that um, along the road. Hmm. So, what are you guys currently doing? What are you doing to get there? Let's be transparent. Yeah, the, what are some of the stuff you're doing? Yeah, for me, the, what, the main vehicle at this moment in time is um, uh, property. Hmm. So property, which we discussed on the last um, episode, is a great vehicle to build wealth, income, and uh, the passive the income is relatively passive. It's not completely passive. But that certainly is um, something which will help and is helping. Hmm. Yeah, I think for me, it's also... Uh... Property is probably the biggest one at the moment. Um, invested some money in shares as well, but again, you're getting dividends and stuff. It's not something which is generating huge. It's more for that long-term value play. Um, and you're just continuously trying to stay oh. educated about... Yeah, sorry? No, go ahead, go ahead. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, and just continuously trying to stay educated. And I think while, while being in a corporate space, trying to explore avenues that I am curious and passionate about that may not necessarily lead to any financial gains now, but because I have a passion behind it, such as giving back for students or even this yep. podcast, for example, or Instagram or whatever, things that you have a passion about, it's, it's important to explore those, even if they're not less necessarily leading to a financial benefit now, because in the long term, it will keep you driven and it may lead to something bigger that you're, that's not even within your, within your scope now. So, Guys, imagine if we were financially free, we could record every single day of the week. <laughs> now, I'll get, you I'll guys. Get, I'll yeah. get I, I don't think I want to spend that much time with you. <laughs> the first thing I should have said, actually, just before um, I mentioned the real estate, the first thing um, I'm doing is looking to, well, effectively um, living below the means. Because if you can lower that threshold, <laughs> you get to that, you get to your your financial freedom number, whatever it may be, at sooner. So, so no more, no more champagne for champagne huh? for breakfast or whatever. Stuff I don't drink Who saw that video on Instagram with P with a sword? What was that video with the sword then? No, 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 that was uh, Saber in Champagne, but that was not alcoholic. Okay, not alcoholic. Okay, sorry. I'm on my team. But you said you're living below the means. Should have won Lay 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 What do you mean? You're living below the means. You're looking real. Yeah, but I was given I was given that bottle. I was given that bottle. But you guys don't sweat the technique. You said I think oh. I guess everyone's everyone's got different levels to their mm. means as well. Pavilo's one might be pretty high. That's why. Yeah. <laughs> that's why I got a lorry because you get me. <laughs> but, no, but actually, Pete, you make a great point because I think this is a common trap that people fall into, and I think I've seen that in the professional space quite a lot, where people progress up the ladder and they're getting yes. more and more money from their company. Yes. But in terms of their expenses, they let their expenses creep up just as much as their income, if not even more. Yes. Then you could be in the position where you're in your mid-40s, you're in a high-level position in a big company, earning a lot more money than you ever dreamed of. But then because your expenses have continued to track and you haven't invested that money in any way, shape or form, then tomorrow if you get a phone call saying your job is gone, you're just as screwed as someone who's earning a fifth of what you're earning with the bills one-fifth of what your bills are so it's very important i think to keep keep that mindset because otherwise it can happen to anyone at any level it's Pretty. yo it's the it's the mindset for real because i remember when i got my, finally got a job here got a promotion slightly more money i was like okay let me get a car <laughs> went to the car dealership yeah and i was like Cash. look at oh, no, i thought i taught you well man. no 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 Cash. i did so i looked at the car dealership i was like okay let me see what car i should get 
I had so much influence from people saying, yo, you should get a range. Roll up in that range. I know you got range, man. Olu, I'm not going to lie. You would look good in a range. No, but the thing is, P said about living below your means. P, you try and gas me up every single time. Who's the voice? That's that's the bad influence. And you know exactly the example I'm... You know you know exactly the example I'm referring to. Exactly example. First of all, first of all, first of all, you initiate that type of energy. So you're gonna do that. You see what I'm gonna say? If you if you floss in front of me, I'm gonna I'm gonna show you certain things. So, so, so that's what it is. That's what it is. No, and exactly so you have people just that voice in your head saying, yo, start, start, show them the levels. And then you've gotta have that mindset to say, you know what, do I need that car? So let me get something more affordable. You know, it's still a good runaround car, you know, but more affordable and within um uh, a comfortable expense where is i still can invest i can still do other avenues and i'm more than comfortable versus getting a range or whatever and just struggling to to you know pay my bills or whatever <laughs> i like got a range bar it's always empty can I, can I, can I, full tank? i like <laughs> 10 pound 10 pound 10 pound no but i get agree with you guys i think for me the biggest thing i'm doing right now or I think properties is obviously one that we're all involved in. Um, outside of that, I'll say it's just stuff like this. This podcast for me, we're not making any money right now. Zero money. Just so that all the listeners know. Well, you guys are making money for the what you guys making money? But we're not. Instagram Instagram pays well, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> no, we're not. But you know, we're planting a seed, which what is that's financial freedom. You're planting a seed and you don't know. A year down the line, we'll be playing this episode again and Spotify or someone would have already signed it. You never know. <laughs> so it's just plotting those seeds and looking at different opportunities out there. Yeah, for me, it's, um, you know, like, you, like you've been saying, but, you know, something I love to do is some angel investing. So I've invested in a number of small companies, um, maybe 10 different companies, and it's starting to give a good return. Uh, and that's something I've done. I've yo, yo, yo. Why are you not so bringing my fruit? Why am I hearing about this? Why am I hearing this now? <laughs> We're not sharing on this podcast, yeah? <laughs> Olu, you should know Daniel has one rule, and his rule is this each to their own. <laughs> no, why am I hearing that? I've been looking rolling, to. Listen, Daniel's been rolling that way since 89, bro, so I ain't surprised. Yo, if I find out that you got this crazy tech company wait, that blows wait, up, that, yeah, and when you didn't bring man them through. IPO, do not be surprised that your name is not on that list. <laughs> Billy, what's it? You want to be surprised? Right. I like Billy, actually. I like, yo. I, I, I accepted it as a friend, and I'm fine with it. Yo, Daniel, any IPOs you're doing, come to me. I'll invest as well, you know? Like, <laughs> I don't want to miss any opportunity. You'll get, you get, you get, you get post-IPO. Um, no, but that's right. Continue, sorry, continue. <laughs> the, 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 yeah, so, you know, invest in a small number of companies. Um, and yeah, you, know, you can do like equity crowdfunding and all of that stuff. So it's good fun. I love the way you said that. Good fun, you know? Man, just planting some seeds. Just planting some seeds. Let me ask you guys a question. Why do you think people, um, why do you think not everybody is sort of obsessed with this. And why do you think people don't get a chance to live um, or die without having lived financially free? Simple. I think it's the mindset. People are short-term, short-termism. Um, so they're only thinking about the immediate future, not thinking long-term. Mm-hmm. People probably, you know, ask people, what's your 10-year, 20-year plan? And not thinking, not, not even in regards to work, but just outside of work. What is it? And most people couldn't answer, answer that question. 
Mm. Most people hesitate because people live probably day to day, year by year, without listening to episode three or four, whatever it was, when we're talking about goal setting. Mm. And all all comes down to setting goals and having a strategy in place that you want to um, strive to achieve. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with that, uh, Daniel. I think we have surrounded ourselves with like-minded people. So for us, this seems like the norm. And like talking to some friends, they were like, yo, you got to understand there's an advantage that we have based on our upbringing, based on the people that we've come in contact to, with. And we've been able to see that there's more to life than doing a nine to five job. And I, for some people, that's what they want. And that's what makes them happy. Because with financial freedom, there does come additional amount of risk. There comes the hard work and the grafting and sleepless yeah. nights sometimes. So for some people, that's not what they want. And that's fine. It's fine. It's, but they need to understand the choice that they're making and yes, be yes, comfortable yes. with it. I think, I think, I think uh, to answer my own question, I think it has a lot to do with the conditioning. So, so the house in which you was raised, if you, if you was raised in a house where everybody went to work um, and nobody lived sort of life on their terms, why would you think you need to do it yourself? Mm. And so that's why it's, it's an interesting journey that we're on because you have to take time out to understand the why, um, understand... Um, the risk and it takes also a lot of balls because at some point you're gonna have to say to work or whoever you're working with or working for um, enough is enough I need to go off I need to veer off now and do uh, my own thing so it's um, I think it's the conditioning and also um, having the balls to say this is what this is how I should be living it's not about making money but it's about being able to design my agenda as of how I need to um, and, and, and move in that direction no, I agree, P. And I think I think Oli touched upon it. What do you think is necessarily bad if people aren't so interested in being financially free, but they're happy in their situation? Because that no, I don't. Everyone's, everyone's different, right? Uh, yeah, so, I don't. No, I don't think. No, I don't. I think. I think the most important thing is is uh, being present, um, and then un, and then just being being fulfilled. So so mm-hmm. having that point of of happiness. The yeah. only thing I will say is that is I I feel I would. I, 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 I would love everyone to be in a position where they can try to experience it because once you've, once you've experienced it, I mean, people experience it on holiday. That's why they love it so much. Yeah. But I think then you would give yourself an opportunity to re- realize and say, you know what, who doesn't want to spend more time with their family? Who doesn't want to spend more time um, go traveling with their family? So it's, it's, I, think it's, I think it's the work that's required to get there because let's, let's not forget it's the 1% of the world that live in that, live in, that are financially free. Mm. I think I think everyone should think about it and try and see if it's something they would like to do. Be aware of it. I, be aware of it, for sure. And I'll say to you, like, there's levels to it, yeah? Mm. There's levels to financial freedom. For me, you want financial freedom in terms of not living at least check to check. I think every single person yeah. should be financially free enough not to live check to check. I think they say that you should have savings enough for at least six months that you can afford six months with zero salary. Yeah. So yes, we're not saying, okay, go out there, do all these side hustles and whatever, but at the bare minimum, be financially free that if your company lets you go tomorrow, you get bad news that you're able to survive. And I think that's the aspect that you need to get people to understand. And the easiest way to do that is like P said, number one step, reduce your outgoings like it's as simple as that reduce your outgoing if you're going to a fancy restaurant three four times a week change that's that like to, you 
You are. Why are you trying to sell no. for that? No, I'm not saying. I'm just saying. You know, look at your Instagram stories. You're not eating now. You're not living. Right. You're living good. Right. But yeah, you got. <laughs> you got you to. Know, if you, you, know, ever, you, know if you, find, you know what I find interesting is that Daniel has an opinion when he's looking at Instagram stories, but he's not going to give you any advice. He's going to just let you. He's just watching you. Like, yeah, that's what my point. No, what, what do you mean? No, what do you mean? No, I'm, he's not though, because he's—he's. He's, I'm, I'm assuming that Oli's living. Don't assume. Preaching. Don't assume. I'm assuming he's Tell me. preaching. Because if he's not, then a lot of the listeners are. Boy. Nah, but yeah. <laughs> but just reducing it to like once, and that's the first step to make sure that yo, when you lose that job, you're like, okay, I'm comfortable six months. I can find okay. something else. So next question. This is going to be a interesting question. Hmm. So when are you guys reaching financial freedom? Mm. So actually, mm. one quick question: Have have you guys sat down and ever calculated? Because I think when, whenever people hear the term financial freedom, they think I need millions in the bank, etc. I need a certain amount of income every every year. It's true. But, it's true. but have have a great exercise, and I recommend anyone who's listening to actually sit down and look at your bills and look how much money you would need every month just to sufficiently live the lifestyle that you want. Go to the fancy restaurants like Olu. Have enough money for a Range Rover as well. No, no, no. I didn't. On a serious level, yeah. if you actually sit down just for 10 minutes, calculate how much money you're spending now and how much you would need to sustainably live for a month, times that by 12 and for a year. Most people, I'm sure 95% of people that do this will realize that they don't actually need that much mm. To live that financially free life. So it's an exercise that me and Pabilo actually did it a few weeks ago. And we've done it before anyway. And it's really eye-opening because you realize, actually, I'm only a few deals away from being financially free and doing and being flexible and doing what I want whenever I want. So it's a you great know, exercise. It's, it's funny you say that because I remember, was it like maybe three years, P, we spoke about saying, imagine some, someone just gave you 100K there in the bank. Would you be happy with it? Would you remember that conversation? You're like saying, imagine just... Just 100k, just there, just sitting what there. Was, in the that? Bank. was that uni? No, no, this was about two years ago. I think, yeah, it was about 2016. You asked me that question? Yeah, we were having that conversation. Like just, saying 100, just 100k. <laughs> Are you sure you want to tell you what I said? What you said? <laughs> what did you say? No, you said you'd be happy with it. Oh, okay, okay. I yeah, thought you'd be happy with it. Dumb, like, no. No, because <laughs> no, we're talking about, oh, imagine just having millions and millions, but then we said, you know, how about just 100k? Hmm. Would that make a difference? That would would we you know would it be would it be all right would we would we not have to care and worry too much mm. and that was the conversation but sure yeah to your point I think I need to revisit that and do it again because yeah, just, yeah, it's, it's, it's it's actually quite a fun exercise and it's also mm. it it can scare you when you think about how much you spend. Mm. I'm yeah, just gonna I'm gonna do I'm gonna just do a quick plug. Let me quick do a quick plug. Let me do a quick plug. Let me do a quick plug. I've created this Excel tracker for your budget. I'll be uploading that soon. So look out for this budget tracker that I'm creating and you can use that to be able to see how much you're spending I'll on your albums. I'll get mine to market quicker. I know Maybe you. What you, <laughs> what you said? Um, you said it was going to you said it's an interesting and fun exercise. So yeah. when was the last time you did yours? Um uh, end of last year. End of okay, not too long. Yeah, ago. Actually, I'm gonna know. say whenever you did it last, it's definitely gone up by a couple of thousands. No, but the, the thing is, to, to Shaw's point, it's very key. A lot of us we realize, and this number of financial freedom is not doesn't include any luxuries or any additional savings. It's literally how much you need 
to, to to continue or to pay your bills, survive your travel, etc., whatever the case may be, it's not a lot of money for each person. Hmm. And so, and the thing is, I read something in in Robert uh, Kiyosaki's one of his books. He says, uh, "My job was the job was getting in the way of me getting rich, and only when I became mm. financially free, then I was able to get rich." So I think, and this is this is kind of powerful. And I don't want to make it seem as if I'm not living life until this point, but once you get to that point of financial freedom, then then everything sort of takes off and explodes because you've got the time um, to then uh, engineer and design your day how you need to. For sure, for sure. Actually, just a question for you guys, just to get your opinion. What if you had the choice, right, of being? Oh, I even heard it, yet, but it sounds much. <laughs> so, so if you, because I think. So for me personally, financial freedom is something which is a, is a priority for me. But I do try to balance it of having good experiences, doing, going where I want, eating oh, where this I want. Guy, man, I know he's going with this question. So if you guys had a choice, right, of being financially free, say in two years, yeah, but having to live a tight lifestyle, so mm. not so much traveling, you're not eating the best food or anything, but you're financially yeah, nobody free. sees you. Baked beans on toast. Yeah, Seriously. baked beans on toast every day. So that's in two years versus. Versus being financially free in seven years, mm. but within the time between now and those seven years, you can live a very comfortable life where you can enjoy all the luxuries that you want. You know, I know the answer. Yeah. I know everyone's answer because everyone's doing it. Everyone's doing it right now. I see all of us, <laughs> I've, we I've travel. Yes. <laughs> so we already know the answer. No, 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 no. no. Yeah, but this, this is... <laughs> <laughs> but that's when it comes down to whether you're committed or interested. So in the last seven years, mm. we've been interested. Yeah. Now we're committed. Yeah. Yeah. So that's why for me, my answer is option one. Mm. We'll see about that. When's your next? When's it? You know, you know what's up? The Instagram. The it's next picture you upload, I'm gonna comment at the bottom bottom of it. Financial freedom. Is this financial freedom? <laughs> Yeah, we don't have. I don't have. I don't have seven years, mate. Mm, and it's no. not going to happen. It's not happening in seven years. One hundred percent. You could say. You could say we've been doing that, as you said, the last seven. So the next two is cool. Yeah, now nah, I think now we're even nah, extremely I'm gonna watch, hungry. I'm going to watch Peace Instagram. That's what I'm doing. I'm watching. <laughs> I'm watching it like cool. <laughs> Peace going to be afraid to upload pictures after this podcast. Yeah, I'm going to upload pictures of just beans on toast, and we're going to be like, yeah. peace on it. <laughs> No, nah, uh, yeah, I think mine would be seven years, but I'm pushing towards the two years. So traveling less. If I travel now, I go Eurost- um, Eurostar no, or Ryanair. One or the other. Which one are you going with? <laughs> Only me. Only your seven years, bro. Daniel, where you at? <laughs> nah, I'm, 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 three years, three years now, three years. Nah, that's not option. Daniel, what are you? Seven. Daniel, what are you? Me, I'm seven. Mad. I'll be real with you. I'll be real. I'm not gonna say. No, that's what I like. That's what I like. That's what I like. Seven. You're comfortable. I think it's, and then there's. I wouldn't say there's necessarily a right or wrong answer. It just comes down to your personal preference. And if, if by the time you're 60, you're in the same position anyway. I just think for me, I've got to change my circle of friends. I'm on a different timeline. So this is is this the last podcast? We're not seeing you next week. Thing is, P, thing is, P says this. P says this now, but I've seen Pabila when he sat behind the driving 
the steering wheel of a Porsche 911 with the roof down. If I said said to him in his ear, bro, financial freedom, he's like, what? What are you talking about? So you get... (laughs) (laughs) If I I asked him that question at that time, he'd be like, I'm already here, baby. Look! (laughs) (laughs) Oh, dope. Cool. Sure, what are you saying? Two or, two or seven? To be honest, I think I've probably been doing that for the last seven years, trying to balance the two. Um, I don't think I can personally be so strict to live that type of life for two years, but maybe somewhere in between, maybe by three, four, and then be balanced. But Now over to Olu with this week's book recommendation. So I'm actually going to switch up this book recommendation. You know, I think a few for the, last, for the last few weeks we've been talking about um investments we've been talking about personal growth or wait, wait hold up hold up Oli, why are you unzipping your jacket because i'm getting ready i'm getting ready for this are you guys ready that's the question are you guys ready um so and we've also got a lot we've had a lot of feedback from listeners that they wanted to have a book around <laughs> relationships you know so um for this week, the book that I'm going to be doing the review on is called Attached and it's called The New Science of Adult Attachment and How to Find Love and Keep Love. So it's by Amir Levine and Rachel Heller. So what do you guys think just about the title? It sounds like you're on your own with this book review. Go on, you tell us. Boy. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. You're, 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 you're the married one. You're the married one. You should, be, <laughs> you should be adding to it. So... Um, just background on it. So why I'm decided to read it. This was a book recommended by my girlfriend. Um, and I'll go into the detail on why she recommended it to me. So, um, let's start from sort of the beginning and what the book really starts on is around dependency. When you guys hear the word depend, um, dependency, what do you guys think? You're coming out strong with that dependency. I want, I want to emphasize <laughs> dependency. What do you guys think about dependency? Because I know certain guys on this on this podcast have probably got the same view as me. And I'm talking about P. I'm calling you out, P. <laughs> <laughs> Where are you going with this? Yeah, Olu, in what concept? So I think a lot of times world and society has told us we need to be independent. Like okay. we yeah. need to be able to survive and thrive by ourselves. So mm-hmm. in my in mo- in previous relationships relationship what i've always had was the mentality of look relationships are two individuals coming together bringing the best out of each other but i always sort of had the the emphasis on you've got to be independent i'm independent like i need to go out do what i'm doing got my side business side hustle really try to to hold on to my independence so yeah. do you do you, like what do you guys think it about starts, yeah. what, what happens what happens it starts that way mm. and as you as you go along your journey and you realize um how powerful your partner is to you yeah that changes very quickly because you realize in order to get further uh for it to be more enriching mm. everything there is no such well there is there's still an element of dependent there's still an element of independence because that's what that's what is you as a person also you may actually have to go and lead in certain situations but there is, there becomes a harmony and there becomes a situation where if you can sing from the same hymn sheet, mm. that is, I think, where you almost have to sometimes let your, not guard down a bit your, your ego and, and, and rest on each other. Yeah. So, so I think, I think I was mm. certainly thinking that way. I was like, you know, babe, this is how I roll. This is what I want you to do. This is how we're moving. That's it. Me, I do what I got to do. You do what you got to do. Boom. <laughs> but no, 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 no. It changes. It exactly. Changes. And so, 
And I think also their strength in being able to to um, relax and say, I depend on you for this input. This is how you complete me. And this is where I have gaps. And this is where we, we exchange. And then the book sort of talks about, and it starts with a story so, or uh, an analogy. So it talks about um, parents and a child. So typically what happens when a child is in the room with his parents and there's toys. It talks about there's toys in the corner. The kid is in the room with his parents. The kid feels safe enough to go and play with the toys, feel safe enough to run around, have fun. As soon as you remove the parent from that room, instead of the child, and that's sort of talking about independence, instead of the child still feeling comfortable to play with the toys or whatever, it automatically runs to the door, starts missing his parents, sort of starts crying, etc., etc. So it says, the way we should think about dependency is when you do attach yourself to someone, mm-hmm. it then gives you the comfort to then be able to even be more independent, go and have fun, travel, do your own business, do all the stuff that you need to do versus actually worrying about the person that's left the room. So the book then starts off with, um, then moves on to a survey about attachment styles. So there's three different types of attachment styles. I can guess is what it, some of the people are. Is but it, is... Is, it, is it emotional, chemical, maybe nah. chemical? Have you oh. read a book? No, no, I haven't. But okay, so can I say? Can I say what it is? Cool. You're trying to be uh, overbearing and dependent. Cool. <laughs> so, so there's three types of attachment styles. So you've got the secure. So the secure person is warming, loving, caring, um, very understanding, can read emotional cues and styles. Then you've got more the anxious sort of attachment style so this is someone that's craving intimacy always chasing it always wants to be close to someone um, so um emotional. Cool. i wouldn't use the word emotional and i want to make it clear none of these attachment styles are good or bad it's just different attachment it's styles the style. yeah, sure. and, then the the, and the last one is avoidance so this is someone that sort of needs their distance um sometimes struggles to see other people suffering um feels connects over intimacy with losing their dependency um and they're very like self-sufficient it's always about you know so basically p what you used to be you're gonna ask me which one am i <laughs> no, 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 no which one are you you know, you know and, and neither of them are negative or positive yeah but which one did you when reading the book which one did you resonate with most so they actually I, have a survey they have you actually have a survey that you do at the beginning so I did a survey. You asked a few questions, and I'll be honest. So I the came in. One. Huh? You were the last one, weren't you? No, no. I was in the middle of secure and avoidant were my two. So I had both tendencies. So it's not just one. You could you could have multiple tendencies. You're gone. No, I believe. I was just thinking. It's at some stage you probably um, own a bit of all three, because you know what? Because with the last one, the last mm. one actually is powerful if used in the right way, which is which is some distance. And I was, and I had this conversation with Lauren as well. At first, it didn't make sense because I said, I said to her, I said to her, um, every, listen, every now and then, every now and then, it's very powerful to have, say, a day or two to yourself to, mm. to, to think, reflect, and to be in a space where it's just, you can just hear your own thoughts. Yeah. Because I always find that, let's say, for example, I'll be a few days in the UK um, and then I'll come back. I always come back with more inspiring ideas and, and uh, different thoughts that I can share with yeah. her. So, but that's, that's if you, that's when you say avoidance. But I you see the P on that aspect of it. Is, space and distance. Yeah, but P, see what you mentioned with that. Two things is very important. One is how do you communicate it? 
and two is who is your partner because if lauren not saying she is is more of an anxious person she's gonna equate that two days to oh he doesn't love me anymore oh i did like so many other aspects of it whereas and this is obviously the extreme but instead of you just saying oh i needed two days to focus on x y and z sort of thing um so um so yeah and i think what you mentioned also p is you can have multiple um attributes or tendencies so you can either be secure anxious or avoidant the way to think about that is this can also change over time. It's not just something that you're born with. It can change over a specific amount of time. Yeah. So then the book even goes a little bit deeper and talks about, and it's kind of scary because the book says, ideally, an avoidant shouldn't be with a anxious person. Because... So, what was, so what was your girlfriend trying to tell you? Huh? <laughs> new level, new levels. no so it's basically you know power power is knowledge um so it says basically that they, ideally they shouldn't be together but then it says okay if you are in a relationship when the person's anxious versus um avoid them we're going to give you tips and stuff to do then it goes into a little bit deeper to say how people then react so it's got something called protest behavior so an anxious person when they don't feel like the intimacy is there, they start to protest. So they will start to call you maybe more often. They will start to like um, try to really feel like, really try to get a lot closer because they feel like okay, there's distance in a relationship. But then you've got an avoidant who starts to do deactivation tactics. So when that person is trying to get closer, they will start to sort of draw away. Like oh, this person's too needy. Whereas like, nah, she might just be calling you because she wants to know what you want for dinner. And you are you might be in a meeting and you're like, oh, why is she calling me four or five times? She's so needy. So you start to have your deactivation tactics there as well. So you have to obviously be careful about that. Um, so then the book starts to give you tactics and stuff that you should actually do. And it's got something called turn out a small flame becomes before it becomes a big fire. So what it means is turn down a small flame is when, if you are with an anxious person or a deactivation or an avoidant person is recognize what they are and try and find ways to avoid, or not avoid certain situations. Look at me using words like avoid, like an avoidant, but <laughs> find ways to um, stop certain situations from occurring. So if she's calling you um, on multiple times, notice that she's not calling you just, to be needy or whatever she's calling for a particular reason so pick up the phone a quick call a quick text message can save you from an argument or something further down the line so Olu again yeah. I, I had a question what, what, did, what, was your, what, was your, what was your five times what did you say five, four or five times save you from I'll tell you what will stop an argument down the line and stop calling me four or five times listen <laughs> you say that you say that as I hear you as I hear you narrate that situation I think to myself um Couples, no, okay, this is just my personal opinion. But I was just thinking, <laughs> when you're in a relationship, now it's just when you when you hear all you say, I'm just thinking to myself, if you're calling the whole calling each other four or five times, stop it. Stop that. Yeah, you that guys are gonna be together yeah. for 25, 30, 40, 50 years. But this is just examples from the book. So this no, is that, examples that, from the book. That's but that's fine. Peace, peace but you're saying that because you're an avoidant. You're saying that because you're an avoidant. No, no. No, the, 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 thing, the thing with Pete, he's someone like you know when someone calls you and they look at the phone 
They're like, oh man, they put the phone back down. That's <laughs> big. That's yeah, big. Knows. That's like, yeah, it got, it's got to be important enough. What I'm saying to you, no, that's something else. Anyways. <laughs> mm. No, yeah, and it, and it goes through the saying, and you two will know, P and, um, um, and Daniel, and feel free to chime in. It sort of says, look, guys, or just a happy wife is a happy life. Yeah, so we're by about I... five, we're at the four or five calls a day, man. Trust me, dog. <laughs> so, Olu, you didn't answer my question. What, what was, was your it? girlfriend trying to tell you when she gave you this book? It was more for me to grow because I'm, I, like I mentioned before, I started a relationship more with the, I need my level of independence. I need my level of independence, independence, independence. I sort of rolled that thing where it's like independence, but have a partner where you can share, build together, but you need to be self-sufficient. So I think this book, one, allowed me to understand it's okay not to be independent and have dependencies on other people. Um, it made me understand myself. So when I was doing certain things, I would understand, oh, great, that was an, that's a deactivation. That's me feeling threatened about my independence. So if I'm like, yo, I'm going to book a trip and go away for a week, like he said, am I doing it just because... I really want to go away from a week or am I doing it more because it's a deactivation and I feel like I need my independence back. Um, so yeah, I think it's, it's one of those things you, sh- you can always continue to learn about yourself, especially in relationships. I know you two are married, so you probably have learned a lot about yourself. Um, especially you, Daniel, there's been a, probably a lot of growth, you know, you're not the same man that you used to be, you know? <laughs> yeah. This, 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 I, I, I end up over, over episodes for sure. I'll be yeah, but, sure. but no, Oli, thank you for sharing that. It's, it's, it's good to know that um yeah. your girlfriend bought your book that she thinks you can really grow from because, you know, a powerful and successful relationship is what identify, identify opportunities for each person to grow. But on that note... I feel like you said that. I feel like you said that. Like, you know, when your manager's like, oh, this is an opportunity, uh, a learning or development opportunity. <laughs> The way you tried to drop that. No, but, but no, yeah. Jokes aside, no, it was, it was really good, insightful. And if anyone has any questions for our resident relationship guru, you know, that is so Basically, Oli. for all our listeners, when you're listening to our podcast and you're giving it the amazing review that it deserves, if you post it on your Instagram story and tag us, we'll select one lucky winner who will receive a copy of the book of the week. And sure. we'll get that sent out to you. Yeah, for this week's one, I'm going to give it as an audiobook because I think it'll be good as an audiobook. So I'll give someone a free token um, on audio, um, Audible. And again, I'm not getting paid by Audible. So guys, don't worry. But thank you. And of our listeners, if you want us to turn this into an episode, we can hear more of Olu speak on relationship advice. Feel free to let us know. We might even do a poll on Instagram stories. About but... four or five fools, blood. <laughs> <laughs> This will be a juicy episode. If P, you turn P is just P's an avoidant. You can tell that P's an avoidant. No, no, no. I'm just, I'm just giving, I'm just giving some jokes. But we can actually. I would. I, this will be actually quite nice to um, probably hash out in the episode, especially. I think especially going from from the process of once being independent to then understanding how that, that doesn't work when you're in a relationship that you actually want to thrive over the next 30, 40, 50 years. No, that's true. Just, that's true. We hope you found the episode enjoyable. Um, and somewhat entertaining it's been a bit different to our usual ones uh, especially the book recommendation but thank you for joining us if you have any feedback for us anything you'd like to know please feel free to contact us on instagram at take flight podcast or if you're not on instagram feel free to email us at take flight podcast at gmail.com see you soon 
Take off, take off.